0: Welcome everyone to S1E1, the show where each week we pick a different sitcom, watch just its pilot episode, and rate it based on what we saw on that alone, ignoring anything we may know about future episodes. This week we're going to be talking about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Always Sunny went over 150 episodes at this point, ranging 14 seasons, originally airing on FX and now on FXX. We're going to be talking about episode one today, The Gang Gets Racist. Which originally aired August fourth, two thousand and five. So to get things started, I'm Jay Gags. With me, as always, the guys Gordo, Nick, Berg, and Joe. What's going on, guys? Yellow. Hey. Hello.
1: When you say your sister, you mean your. I was going to
2: say that. <laughs> uh, okay. I right, we call I this? Didn't realize that was the name of the pilot.
0: So, uh,
1: do we call it this episode of the podcast? The gang gets canceled because yeah. I don't know where we're going with this. It's
0: like, they we will get into it. They definitely tackle a very, very heavy issue for, for their pilot episode. But just to start off the way we normally do always starting very popular show. And I had mentioned to Gordo and Nick earlier, were you guys aware this is actually the first show we're covering that's still actively on television with new episodes. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. No. Which is what made Are me stumble over the another truck. I didn't know it's how to talk while. about it. Yeah, yeah, it
2: starts soon.
3: They, uh, It was a COVID thing that stopped them. Their last oh. one ended in 19, and then I think they got shut down because of COVID. So now the next season is coming up. Too? So kind
0: of crazy it's our 20 this is our 25th episode but this is the first time we're actually doing a show that's still actively on television so
2: well that's on a technicality with the streaming shit was it it's all like new stuff but it's not like yeah I episodic. mean so we've done
0: a couple of shows that were like on Netflix that could come back or I don't think Country Comfort's coming back unfortunately um, no it officially got it canceled did. It's they killed Don Everly. Right right They're yeah, not so, allowed to come back. So for those of you <laughs> listening who haven't heard it yet, go back in the archives, listen to our Country Comfort episode and and a reminder also go to s21pod.com that's where you can find the links to all our social media and everywhere we can listen to us. s21pod.com. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe to all that fun stuff. But yeah, on a personal
1: get- note, I would like to give all of us a nice Barry Horowitz pat on the back oh 25 episodes boys oh that's well right
0: yeah so 25 a nice round number so that's why we're trying birthday. to give you a little bit of a treat with a, a nice uh a, a bigger show you know, a little bit bigger than some of the ones we've done lately
1: so the podcast could now rent a car is that what i'm thinking yes well with less yeah. fees
0: with less fees right. with
1: less fees okay you can do it young.
0: yeah right yeah um so if you want to
2: send us fees that's cool too
0: so yeah just to just to get things started you could send Ferg
4: feet pictures
2: give me them feet yeah.
0: so episode one is called so the we're, gang go, gets, we're starting off with a bang here the gang gets racist which is without even turning the episode on you go wait what <laughs> like what like what a very interesting direct way to present your brand new television show it's, <laughs> it's, we've uh, all
3: seen this show right
0: y- yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i'm assuming we yeah. have
3: i actually haven't seen this episode oh really yeah i thought i i assumed i had seen it already um I was a big fan of Always Sunny and I've watched a bunch of episodes but for some reason I never saw this one.
0: Always Sunny is one of one of my favorite shows like of all time but I'll be honest I'm behind maybe a couple seasons right now. Like I watched it pretty religiously in these last few years I've I've just been not up to date on it.
3: Which is weird too because they do like the I want to say like the last uh yeah they're only doing 10 episode seasons. So they're not short. like long network TV right. twenty two plus whatever season, uh, which is episodes.
0: an easy binge. So it's like when you want to catch up, it really like a few. They're days all doing do other track. stuff
2: now. That's why I always yeah me. kind of took a back door.
0: But yeah, like so, Charlie
2: Charlie's in a movies. Max, I mean not Mac. Dennis is an AP bio now, and a yeah. bunch of other stuff. They, they
0: all they all have projects going on. All of them. Um, but yeah, just right off the bat, just the idea of the gang gets racist it, it, like anything call cause your um. Br- does anything come to your attention? Grabs like all that, yeah. Did it flag you? Like, did I it guess we would all? Have
2: if I didn't know about the show, if I guess it yeah, the first I guess it's time, tough. It. But knowing this show, like watching every season, it's like, oh, that's just more of the course. Like. right?
0: I just think it's extremely bold of them to really episode one start off that strong with such a touchy subject. To like jump right into that because you know you don't know if a network's gonna want to pick you up or anything and this is what you're submitting to people so yeah I mean they really really took a risk there I mean I mean the, do you
3: guys know that like the ethos of the show and how it got created like so uh, I've heard I, it in I the past but reading refreshes. about it and like the three main guys were all struggling actors. And uh, Rob McElhenney had written a skit that he wanted to film. And I think the three of them filmed it at their own apartments. And the, the idea behind the skit is that a guy goes to his neighbor's house to ask for a cup of sugar. And the neighbor, when he answers the door, tells him how he just got diagnosed with cancer. And is just like going off about it. And all the guy can think about is how he just needs this cup of sugar. And is having to go through the process of talking to this guy. <laughs> so, like, that skit alone right there is already bordering on insane as far as something to just start with it definitely yeah, sets their the tone starting point for their
0: humor. that's yeah that's their humor all right so let's just get into the actual show right so uh the opening scene you just get a couple black screens which the first one is just twelve forty-five, gives you the time on a tuesday in philadelphia and they're setting the scene and you can hear some talking and it cuts to the bar it's a very realistic looking bar, I would say, you know, pretty, I, I can yeah. think of a million bars I've been in that have looked pretty much just like that. It's not too tele- television-y. Perfectly bad. Like, yeah. looking
1: at a bar like that in this time and like what we're at now. Like, I was just sad. I was like, oh, I miss just being in like a shithole bar for a couple years. Joe, you hours. know you can go to bars yeah. now, right? No, but like bars aren't like, like that's not a bar. No, he li- lives do. in the woods in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to go to the bear bar. <laughs> No, but, I mean, like a bar like that where like even on a Saturday there's like two people there and it's just kind of a shit hole. Like I miss that a lot. It doesn't really exist so much anymore because property values are what they are and everything that closed during all this stuff is just kind of become like some sort of weird gastropub or like a microbrewery.
0: Yeah, I mean you get. I mean there's some places around Boston and stuff that if you hit them in the daytime you're not going to find them that clo- like that slow at night as as much as theirs is. But yeah, they're they're coming. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, for me, I would say if it was a daytime bar and you see a mailman, that's the bar to go to. I don't know what it is, but whatever mailmen are getting drunk in the daytime, we're always like the best daytime dark bars. It's a cheers really, bar. I'm
2: just, I'm just thinking like, why aren't you delivering my mail? <laughs> yeah, valid. That's why that's,
0: that's valid they go to point, those yeah. like low-key bars, because so that's where they can hide.
1: Yeah. I watch my tracking numbers like a hawk, so I'm totally with you on that one. Like, is that how, is that how you found
2: them? You tracked your package <laughs> to a random box?
1: Like, it's like, so, uh, I'll take a high life and my fucking box please <laughs> I
3: always see the mail guy At my office because he the One of those drop boxes those Where they keep the mail to pick it up and drop it off Is like um Right in front of my office And the guy's never doing anything He's always on the phone, chilling, like walking around With no mail in his hand But I always get my mail So I don't know, he, he must just like power through For like three hours
0: and then just chill For the rest of the day Or he's not, he's not your actual mailman or I mean, he's not a real man at all. Spot. He's just a
1: guy in a costume and he's just trying to <laughs> <laughs> he leaves work every morning, tells his wife he's going somewhere. And that's just how he kills time before the suicide. He's just a big in. chairs fan.
0: <laughs> so at the bar, right? So when we finally see them, they're kind of counting their money for the night, and they're at $164.87, and that's for the night. And uh so not good in the in the bar industry because I think That's not even we've gonna all, keep the lights on. We've no. all been there, but I mean I've left a bar owing that much. On just my own tab before So you know if that's all they made In the entire night that's not a good sign
2: So I have a question though Was that what they made as a whole Because I I thought that's what the bar made But then later on like I don't want to spoil anything They're each counting their own money And they said the same thing when it's, when it's their own tips. So I don't know if that's just like his tips for the night. No, they
0: were counting because they were talking about rent and everything. So they're going over their finances. So yeah, because yeah, at that point they're talking about the rents due. And that's when Dee walks in and tells them all to act normal because uh, her friend from acting class is coming and uh, he wants to see where she works. And uh, just before we even get into him, I just kind of want to mention the four main actors here. Charlie Day, who plays Charlie, Glenn Howardson, who plays Dennis. Rob McElhenney, who plays Mac, and Caitlin Olsen, who's D. Those are the four main characters of the show. And I think at this point, as popular as they all are now, we were just talking about how they all have other projects going on. I don't think at this point you would have known any of them from anything. No, I don't no. think so. I think D
1: has a
2: no you do you know what you'd know Dennis from at this point? At this point? Oh, yeah. I know
1: exactly what you're gonna know from Ferg. Uh, that uh 80s soon. show. Yep.
0: Oh I <laughs> he's, he's the character. one who wears
1: like the really shitty like Miami Vice suits, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: He was a main yeah. character on that eighties show. Yeah. Yep. I didn't e- I m- must have house. never seen that show. <laughs> like all three it's, it's, episodes.
0: Honestly, that aired I that wanted 80s show I wanted to love that show and I promise we will do that up ep- we'll do an episode on that eighties show eventually. It just it just wasn't good. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it and pretend that we're gonna like it or something. But uh yeah, it's very forgettable. Even wa- even having watched it when it was on, I don't really remember anything about it.
4: Wasn't Charlie Day a stand up comedian too at this point? Is I don't he know. He comedians? might have done the circuit. So
1: he may have done. I mean, he's a Boston, they, at least college in Boston. Right. Me, I don't remember. I think a bunch of those guys were like Emerson guys,
0: but yeah, not the, even if, I mean, they're all working and they probably had like guest spots and did stuff. But at this point, this is their breakout rule for, for yes. each of them. Um, but yeah, so D brings her. Charlie day in. went to Merrimack. Cool. <laughs> 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 why, why is there that? a weird silence yeah. you were just talking about it <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but yeah, yeah so
1: there's Bo- i know there's boston connection to them somewhere that there it is
0: yeah so um so the guy walks in and immediately they all stand up the the three guys in the like hey man we're closed and then it's we don't want any trouble and they're all kind of standoffish and they're worried <laughs> because the, the gentleman who just walked in is black and they that's their gut instinct at this point. And that's when they find out that the guy is actually Terrell, who's Dee's friend from acting class. Uh, just to mention it real quick, his name's Malcolm Barrett, and I was looking up his acting credits and he's been in a ton of stuff.
3: He's one of those dudes who always he pops up in everything. He has recursive roles
0: in uh, The Boys, Preacher, Better Off Ted, and like a yeah. bunch of other shows, like where he had like good stints on each of these shows. So He also kinda
3: looks
1: like Dave Chappelle.
0: In a way. Or I can see kinda. That yeah i'm guess.
1: i just gonna make a noise every time one of us says something that could be obviously (laughs) construed as racist racist?
0: so yeah so it gets really awkward because they realize that they got really defensive just because a man walked in and they assumed he was gonna rob the place well
2: they did say we're not open he goes i know and that's when they all stood up
0: yeah but i wouldn't say he came i I know what the implication
2: was but like it wasn't, like, unfounded. Right.
0: And it got awkward. He's like, yeah, you probably don't have any brothers come in here. And that was, like, created more awkward dialogue about <laughs> whether or not he means actual family. and
1: <laughs> Also, just the stumbling over words of them saying, like, brothers, fellows. African Americans, like every time so African American came up, was so awkward. Say. Yeah, I just, we weren't expecting you to be black. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> it's so <laughs> matter yeah. of fact when they finally. said Well, that was there. the <laughs> moment. Yeah, when
0: Mac finally said that, that's when the air completely left the room, and it was just so incredibly <laughs> awkward, like more so than it was before. And he just goes, "Thanks, guys." And that's when we get the, uh, the, the actual intro of the show, right? Which is a title screen that shows the name of the episode, which was uh, The Gang Gets Racist. And we see the intro of the show, which is just a lot of like what looks like home footage type shots of Philly. Kind of comparable to the intro to The Office, right? Only yeah. that, this doesn't show any cast members. This is just shots of Philadelphia with kind of this classical music playing. It reminded me of Meredith hey,
1: Children, the sort of driving around the fountain. Yeah, only, only, only that's like America the office Children. where
0: that one gets into at least showing you the cast at some point, where this one does, it, t- it tips you nothing about the show. It's just straight up shots of Philly.
1: Yeah. yeah. I wonder if that plus the um, music that's clearly like free, you know, rights free music, if that was just completely budgetary at the time. I'm sure it was.
0: Yeah, I don't know so who probably. composed that. I never looked that up, but the intro works for me. Like, I like it. I mean, in a way, it just now it just fits the show. Um, watching it you know, with fresh eyes, pretending this is the first time I've ever seen it. I didn't think much of it one way or the other. I thought it was fine. And
1: I was just- I think in it, hindsight- it, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: It was making me think about how a lot of intros in general are- If you took them as standalones, right? And say you cut just the intro off and you were watching them on YouTube or something. If you watch the intro to this show and have never seen it, you have no idea what the show is about. If you put on an intro for like- family matters or full house or some of the older sitcoms you know exactly what that show is based on the intro alone but um that's kind of like just how things have changed over time i guess but modern shows still show you a little bit more this one just kind of gets away from it yeah i think with time like
4: no i was gonna say i got a complete office vibe from it just it, it reminds me of like the shots of scranton right that go around just without the the inside Um, but no, I wouldn't know anything about this show, what it was about or anything. And I think that's a a more modern technique is to not tip your hand. So I think back
0: to like, we did wings, uh, you know, a few episodes back, we covered wings and their intro was similar. It, it, the wings intro didn't really work for me because I thought the vibe was too off from the show, which technically this one is too, but it doesn't bother me here. Like it did with wings. See, I don't think it's a
2: modern thing. I think they're trying to spoof, like, the older shows of, like, the 50s and stuff. Not, like, like those really old shows that, like, your, your grandparents would watch that, like, you'd come in the room and be like, ah, oh, this is on.
1: Or even Taxi mm-hmm. to a degree, too, right?
0: Yeah, and I think you mentioned Taxi when we talked about Wings, actually.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, a car driving around in a sad sort of... Like, just, like, a song without any lyrics, right? I feel like right. this sort of falls to the same sort of category as that.
2: But I think they did that because, like... This was supposed to be like people like time forgot, like, you know, the yeah. members of a bygone era, like they're uncomfortable from a, in front of a black person. They, you know, they just work at a bar, all that stuff. And like, that's the theme. It's like, it's just very simple music with old backgrounds, members of a bygone era. Yeah. Stuff like that.
0: So Terrell, uh, once we cut back into the new scene, Terrell's sitting there with everyone now, they're all sitting at a table together. And he's kind of getting into this really long story about this altercation that happened. When he was at a bar that he was helping promote for. And he was talking about some Mexican guy that he ran into. And uh, they're all very locked into this story. And he starts talking. The story in itself is kind of ambiguous if you're listening. Right? So it's, they're all taking it like he's getting into this big fight. But the way he's wording everything, Dennis is kind of picking up on it. Because Dennis looks confused as the story is being told. But he's saying that he sees this guy and he calls him into the back. Uh, and they meet in the alley, and he tears his ass apart. Well, and no, they're no, like, he... oh, man. Like, they think that he kicked his ass. But Dennis is sitting there very perplexed. He's like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> the subtlety of the story is very The ri- The writing is very good.
0: They're throwing hints yeah, at the, us, the am- viewer, right
3: away. The ambiguity. 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 Yeah, ambiguity. Right ambiguity. I didn't the sound ambiguity. right when I said it. <laughs> ambiguity? Ambiguity <laughs> uh, of the story was, like, perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think they tip their hand just enough that you might not even catch it when he's telling the story, but they're giving you reason to question it. I was going to
4: say, did any of you catch that? I did I, watching it. I knew okay. the plot
2: from seeing it in the past, and I didn't even pick up on it this time. So I didn't either.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't seen this one in a long time, and I forgot about what the... Sort of hook of the episode was, and then when they said that, it took me until the end of the episode where I was like, "Oh shit, yeah." You know what it
0: caught me for sure is so at the end of his story when they're all going like, "Oh man," and they're impressed, and you can see like Dennis really question it. He looks over and Terrell gives him like a really big smile, yeah. and I yeah, felt that's... that at that moment it that was super tipped off at that point the way he was smiling at him.
4: Yeah, me too. That's when I that's when I got. I thought something was off, and then when he said that, and and Dennis was was kind of giving him like the look and then he gave him another look and like gave him like a pat, I think on his hand or something like that. That was like the tip off to me because I haven't seen this in, in years, right. this episode. So and even then when uh, I... re-
2: even when I rewatch, I try to avoid the first uh, Frank free season, but you know,
4: yeah, that's the other so thing. about. Like this
2: I haven't show seen is... these episodes very much. Uh yeah. this this whole first. Season. And
0: again, we are watching this episode free of any knowledge we have of future episodes. So but that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying friend. I
2: haven't seen I haven't yeah. seen this season very right. much, other than may, maybe twice. Right. But um, the
0: season's
1: really short too, right? Like not even ten yeah. episodes. It's like four yeah, episodes, no, or five. It's like four I think. or five. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. short. So, yeah. the first yeah. season of The Office is like that too, right? That, that's five pretty
2: standard for starting sitcoms, unless they're like um I'm like immediately super successful like oh give them twenty episodes, but like.
1: It was a seven episode for a thing. season. It was seven. And when this started, too, though FX was like nothing. Like, FX had No, I, I was saying started.
3: this. Um, I think without Always Sunny, FX network as a network probably wouldn't have made it. I don't think so, yeah. And we wouldn't have gotten the
1: league on FX without Sunny,
0: right.
3: either. They it's it's just just like really like
0: rested was... their hat on this show for a long time. Because because they also, didn't have a it, lot else.
3: You said what? This was 05, right? In yeah. 05, they were not really pushing the envelope as far as uh, topics and even language go. And, like, this was one of the first ones to, like, on network television, get in there with that. And I think, uh, like, so many people enjoyed it on network television. It just, like, gave the network a real big push.
0: I think if we were to compare it to anything that we've covered before, when we talked about how Married with Children was kind of right there at the cusp of things changing socially. I think Always Sunny was just kind of there at the same point to do some of that same thing.
4: Yeah, for a different era. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, and they're both on Fox affiliates. I think that's you know one's on fox one's on fox x or whatever fx and i think this too this the one point i always took from this show or even just watching the first episode is it's like an updated version of seinfeld i don't bring seinfeld up a lot yeah. in a lot of episodes but i really Not feel like everything is lifetime, seinfeld
4: this is like a crude no i'm with you joe i thank you. on my notes i have this is a this is a cruder more modern seinfeld upgraded seinfeld that's what i i totally yeah it's like
1: following that same path and the same type of people it's just seinfeld instead of 87 it's 2005 and a lot has changed in 20 years well you know what's weird about this
3: show in uh, in comparison to it though is seinfeld has a main character and this one does not the the ensemble is very much all the main character and whereas seinfeld is based around jerry seinfeld right
4: but the, the, the ambiguity. Now I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? it? You know what? Yeah, it is. Um, you, so much so, I'm just going to sidestep it. Uh, the, the ambiguity. The thing- Not thank that you for Ambiguity of Amphibian. it is, Damn it. Is that um, with <laughs> Seinfeld, you had kind of a plot about nothing and, you, and it revolved around Jerry, like you said, whereas this is reversed where the, the they have a bar. And that's kind of the main idea. Yeah. That's the scent that's the Jerry and then they just kinda of circle around it and it's right. really kind of same thing. It's about nothing, really. See,
2: I really get a cheers vibe from this because they're both about bars. You guys uh, relate everything to Seinfeld just for little sim- similarities. I have never once related anything
4: to Seinfeld.
3: Well, okay, so here's I the thing. The I saw this. Here's I'm why guilty I th- of it for sure. Here's why I think you can do it though, because a sitcom at its core is a situational comedy, right? So I think Seinfeld did that best, right? As far as the situation being funny, that's all. they were the dumbest situations. They were all funny. Every show does that because every show is a sitcom. So how do you, I mean, you have to compare it if that's what you're looking for.
0: I would. want, I want to wrap this up, but the, the only thing I would want to say in addition to everything is I'd say the big difference between shows like this, and obviously we're not saying they're the same show. If you had an episode of Seinfeld that Jerry Seinfeld wasn't in, you would notice where I think. Any one of these four main characters, if they were absent from an entire episode, they could possibly get away right. with it. So I think that's a big difference when you're talking about like an ensemble cast like this. So now we have the two of the guys are walking uh, outside to the coffee shop and Mac is reflecting on how cool that story was. Uh, I'm not sorry, not just two guys, it was all three of them, right? Uh, so they're all walking down the street and Mac's like, oh, that story was so cool. And Dennis is really quick to mention, like, no, something seems off about that story. And Mac just goes, that no you're racist like he's like how's that racist I just said that the story sounded off like so it, it's like their uncomfortability with like what's racist and what's not they don't know how to tackle the issue so now like it's so hypersensitive that just the idea that you're questioning something he said makes you racist and now he's they're getting defensive about it so really again it's That's such a very weird...
2: 2021
0: <laughs> so they sit outside and then they're telling Charlie to just sit down because he was going to walk right in because uh they tell him he can just stare at the waitress once she gets there. And they tell him how he's obsessed with her and he's like, No, I'm not obsessed with her. He's like, I might have a crush on her, but that's it. This probably gave me a really good laugh too. <laughs> she just happens to come out when he's
2: repeating yeah. his story. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, so this
0: is so this was like this was like a big moment for a debut episode of a television show. So Mac thinks they should hire Terrell to promote for the bar because of his success. Cause he had talked to them before about, he promotes for bars and then he brings in usually like 400 heads, like fills the place up. And then Charlie is kind of supporting it. And he's quoting Terrell by saying N words hanging from the rafters, but he uses a hard R and I'm like, he does Whoa. use a hard yeah. R, yeah. I did not expect the hard R. I thought he would just get kind of like, it would be taken note that he just used the, the a at the end version. And he went hard R and, like, just sitting alone. Even that would have this.
1: surprised me a little, though, too. I thought he was going to be like,
0: hmm, I did you know, not like... expect it at all. Like, I, if if I've seen this episode years ago, but watching it today, I did not recall that that happens. And I was like, holy shit. I was not expecting that. Did, did, yeah, did you go back and I.
2: listen? Did, I didn't notice the hard R.
0: Oh, I, I watched I,
3: it. <laughs> There's a hard R already. Yeah, yeah. It's a hard
1: R.
0: Oh, it's there. But
1: I mean again, I will I think this episode is more than anything, it's like a blazing saddles or something, right? Like it's a satire, it's making fun of it, and it makes it, it it's still hard to hear and weird to hear, but I don't feel I don't see this getting taken off of like Hulu or Peacock or no, of anything. No, not necessarily, but I feel like I
4: watched it on Hulu.
1: That's what I'm saying. But like things are getting pulled off, right? That
0: joke would Which have funny. still landed if he used the A though. If he It's funny because
2: Hulu Took a bunch of episodes off, but they left that up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, you could just bleep that, too, because it's not the whole content. But I would just say that that, to me, and I'm f- it's not for me to decide if I'm fine with it or not, but I would have thought that that same joke would land the exact same way if he used the soft version of it. Because the whole point is, as soon as he says it, that's when the waitress comes in. And we've already established that he has a crush on this girl. <laughs> really funny. So that's when she walks in and she's like, wow, nice. Nice, and then, Charlie. Yeah. yeah. And then she asks the other two if they want anything in their coffee, uh, what they want to drink. And then she turns to Charlie and goes, Hitler? <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> the, Hitler the Hitler line got a good
4: chuckle. And then I'll Why be sure to put extra, extra cream in yours. Yeah. It's an uncomfortable show. But what I was going to say, too, was that what also tipped it off. What also tipped something off for me was that in the opening scene, Dennis is smoking a cigarette. Now it doesn't that seem weird. it doesn't think it, it's very innocuous, but it sets the tone because you can't show cigarette ads. You can't show it's very taboo to show that on television in any in any capacity, really. Now, like I mean, I don't, I don't note
0: it now, but cigarettes were a big part of television shows like I, I mean i have to think about yeah back shows in the day but
4: m- they don't but, but good luck finding what other modern sitcom can you think And of? That,
0: that
2: just goes back to what i said about the intros that's trying to be like a throwback to that that
1: era like
0: but even that this so show smoking. i mean this episode now came out like 16 years ago it's not like a recent thing anymore no.
1: and i have that in my notes too the smoking thing but i didn't have it there i had it that they were smoking in the bar which that was yeah, what was right. jarring to me yeah. not so much that he was smoking because a lot of us smoke presently, you know what I mean? Like yeah. It's not as many people anymore, but it's not super weird. But watching somebody smoke in a bar. The last time I smoked inside of a bar was probably two thousand and ten. And that was in the south. Like, do you remember when
3: I, do you remember when we went to Pennsylvania to pick up beers? I do. And yes. we ate at that diner and we didn't realize that you could smoke in there and we were like, Oh shit, you can smoke in here and ten of us let cigarettes <laughs> the we same hotboxed time. that yeah.
1: diner. <laughs> and Moosick, Pennsylvania. And we went a car full of beer, smoking cigarettes, eating eggs. Funny story, I think that diner
3: was actually in Scranton. Huh. Probably. We got yeah. the beer in Moosick, but I think we ate in Scranton.
1: I'd have to see if they're near each other. Is the Lehigh Valley, I want to say, maybe?
2: Cool story, guys.
1: <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I'm sorry, for you. you didn't take the long drive at 6 in the morning to buy beer with us in Pennsylvania. We didn't invite him to that either.
0: Reason. So anyways... <laughs> Uh, so now they're talking and they're all agreeing that it's worth taking a shot at at least trying to give Terrell the, the job because with the numbers you gave him, even if he can bring in half of that, that's still 200 people in the bar. That's more than they usually get. So, and they're like, maybe, you know, it'll bring some chicks in. So the next scene is Mac and Charlie and they're walking down the street arguing that like this is going to be a bad plan. Well, like who Charlie, I believe thinks it's going to be a bad plan. He's arguing to Mac. And apparently the whole plan is to just try to make black friends. So they walk into what looks like, what was it? Like a rec room of a college. It's just like the lobby of an office. building. Yeah, it's like a (laughs) lobby. So, and then Mac walks up to this table where they're playing like dominoes and he's just trying to like awkwardly insert himself into the conversation and he just gets stared at and slowly backs away.
2: That's wicked funny too.
0: <laughs> and then uh, you know, so that fails miserably. So he goes back over to Charlie and then Charlie somehow ends up you know in a game of dominoes like a minute later and everyone takes to him very quickly. You know, he's like part of the crew immediately.
1: And he's great at dominoes.
0: Yes. Yeah. And then as they're leaving, um, Max's like, I don't understand why they all like you, you know, and he Sorry, goes, what do you me mean they open. all? That was racist. Yes. <laughs> yeah. and he goes, how
3: else do you want me to refer to the people in that building? That's not what I meant.
0: <laughs> and they start arguing, and then um, a girl walks up and just gives Charlie her number, and he immediately discards it, and the, like, <laughs> <Yeah. the second laughs> <she> throws <laughs> it, and the wind <laughs> takes it, which is even funnier. Yeah. I'm glad there yeah. was like a
1: gust of wind to really make that funnier.
0: And Max, like, what are you doing? Just, and not because he thinks that Charlie should talk to this girl because it's a good connection, but he just thinks that this is an in so that he can make black friends respect
2: to charlie all right he doesn't he doesn't want to betray the waitress
0: yeah well that, that's what it comes well, you down don't to find that out though no this is when well this he is says when it right away yeah Matt no no, no but i mean right but you away. don't know that when he first goes up to him when he first does it you don't understand because you go yeah why did he throw that away so quickly like what's his like disinterest like is he like a ladies man or something but yeah it all comes down to the waitress who he has this like undying crush for and that's when max like do you still have her photo in your wallet and he won't admit that he does. So they start wrestling all over the ground in the middle of, like, you know, like this courtyard. And everyone's staring at them as they're just wrestling around for him to steal his wallet. And eventually he pulls out the photo of the waitress and he's showing everyone. Yeah. And he's starting so to leave. Uh, uh, Max it. just
1: starts fist bumping everybody. <laughs> everybody fist yeah. bumps him back and doesn't think about it twice. It's <laughs> <laughs> also to two where Max says, it's not about dating this girl. We should be more focused on black men, which is probably my favorite episode. Oh, yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. Favorite line in the episode.
0: And I also thought the line was like, because afterwards, he's like, all right, I'll call the black girl. Like, that's just how he yeah. refers to her. Like, she's already, she announced her name when she, like, when she met you. And All right, I'll call the black girl.
1: Yeah, He could have said Janelle.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then we cut to Dee and Dennis, who are sitting at the bar. Dee's telling Dennis about this dream she had. And Dennis is just like, I don't care about your dream. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I believe this is the, actually, the first time it's mentioned that Dee and Dennis are brother and sister. So Terrell walks in shortly behind and then D tries to give him a kiss and he just immediately like tries to deflect it and g- just gives her like a little cheek kiss. But then walks up to Dennis and gives him a very big embrace, like a big hug. So again, I think if you didn't pick up on it earlier, at this point, are you guys seeing what's going on? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, at this point, this they're, they're painting it pretty
1: obviously. Yeah.
0: And then he asks Dennis to step outside and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'll, I'll walk outside. He's a little hesitant because he doesn't know what's going on. But then you see that there's like this nice line that he's cre- that he made for the bar by promoting it. And he's got his arm around him. He kind of gives him this like up and down, like one, like once over, like looking at him, like uh Terrell to Dennis, I should say. But, um, he did successfully get the bar packed. You know, he brought a lot of people in. That's so, this point
1: too. I don't know. I mean, it it's hard to say it right now. Cause when's the last time you were in a bar that was that sort of crowded, but all I could think of was like, that's the kind of bar you go to when you're 21 and it's super fun. And the idea of being in a like, nightclub-y bar like that now is a fucking living nightmare. Nauseating, for us, it yeah. was like, that yeah.
0: That brings me back to the Purple Shamrock, R.I.P., which yeah. is funny because this is like Patty's. It's such like a akin to that kind of bar. But right. when we were all 21, that was like our go-to for years was the Purple Shamrock.
2: What's that bar that's in the middle of um, Faneuil Hall? It always got a line that like goes down. It's like in the actual middle of Faneuil Hall. Oh,
0: oh yeah.
2: Ned, oh, yeah. And why? Ned Divines, It's so yeah. awful. That, why would you that, wait in, line to go in there? That's what I think of when I see a, a line is waiting. I think we waited in there for either a Halloween party or a New Year's party. I that bar sucks, that, you know?
3: too. They have like that's five like, bars, and you still can't yeah. get a drink.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, it took me a minute to remember which bar that was. Yeah, it's like it's very weirdly above, set yeah. up, too.
4: Yeah, the one above Quincy Market. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh the nightmare. nightmare. Awful, goes. awful places.
0: But yeah. So now we see the bar is pretty packed inside. When it cuts back in, uh, everyone's running around. Um, they do take note that it's mostly guys, and I, I'm pretty sure it was all guys. But this is the first that they're noticing it. Dennis is making way more tips than D at the bar, and some of the guys are requesting Dennis to be the server when D walks up to them. So, it's at this point, if you didn't know, it's it's out there now.
4: Well, they also say, too, they're like, no, 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 we want the cute one. Right. (laughs) And then they they kind of motion over, and she's like, what do you mean, the cute one? And then it looks over at Dennis, and he's like, you know, he's giving him like a thumbs up and stuff. Does is, that matter
1: to anybody here, does that matter to them, the bartender? Would you be like, I'd rather give my tip to that person? Unless no. it was a situation where, like, one person was, like, super shitty and one person was being good to you all night. Yeah, unless like, it I was something like I that. I would never care who the bartender was. When it's I was just younger, the, like, I would
0: notice if one bartender was more heavy-handed than the other, and that's the direction I would tend to go in when I was younger. Sure, yeah. But that's the only time that stuff like that mattered. I've said this a million times. It's like, still it, my go-to. If we all went to, like, Hooters to get, like, wings... I don't care if a guy gives me my food, like you know, like I just don't care about that stuff. Like that's not how I look at it. If I'm going somewhere for drinks, I just want drinks. If I'm going somewhere for food, I want the food. I'm more concerned with the company I'm with. I really don't care who's serving me. It's it's really not part of the of the situation for me.
1: I've never been to a Hooters. Is Hooters is it? What's it? It's, like a, chi- a it's like a chain
0: bar food. No. Yeah, burgers, yeah, so like chilies,
1: but Th- like it's girls in shorts. No, it's not exactly. like chilies. Why no, not? I wouldn't say it's-
0: because it's, it's a different style menu. Like, they don't have, like... It's a, what's sports, that type bar, of it's a sports bar with
2: tits. Like Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, have you gone to a Buffalo Wild Wings? No. I was going to say, because they're exactly the same. Um,
1: you know Joe only goes to Applebee's. Oh, oh, I right. love Applebee's. I'm waiting for the day where Applebee's is like, gluten-free menu. I'll be there every day.
0: Joe, so, I is know, Bane like, you, you remember it with rose-colored glasses, <laughs> but I can tell you with full confidence, Applebee's isn't very good at all. Oh, unless I'm I'm sure sure you want to sponsor was, us and then Applebee's is great. Of all of those... Applebee's isn't good. <laughs> of
3: all those <laughs> restaurants, like the 99s of the world and shit like that, Applebee's is not the best one.
0: They rank yeah. at the bottom of all those types of chains. Sure.
4: I used to like I Fridays agree. and Chili's a lot.
0: I mean they have all got I I like holidays. Fridays.
4: Denny's. Denny's is Denny's and I. I was talking about like Denny's
3: recently and there aren't any around here anymore. No, is there like one science. around here to begin with? There was isn't one, isn't like, there one in, like, Danvers area years ago. I remember yeah, there, was the the, there was the one we like went to road. our last like day of
2: shore. school. Remember when we, we stayed up all night and we went that to was Denny's Bickford's. on Route 1? That was Bickford's. Bickford's.
3: Shit, you're right. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of Those Bickford's, too. <laughs> Didn't we get pulled over? Was that the night we got, got pulled over? buddy?
0: There's people is... listening to this who have no clue what we're talking <laughs> about <right laughs>
3: Continuing now. on, yes.
0: But, uh, yeah, so simultaneously, this is when we see Max's cousin is near the jukebox. And so Charlie and Mac both walk up to him to, like, say hi. <laughs> this is, like, when we get the, oh, like, I'm so proud of oh, you for God. running the hottest yeah. gay bar in all of yeah. Philly. And at the same time as this is happening also is when um, it's flicking back and forth. I'm sorry. So this is when Dennis is serving the guys who have, like, a crush on him. And he compliments his eyes. And immediately Dennis gets a little bit, like, he's a little hesitant. He's like, whoa, man, I'm not and then he gets lost in the compliment, and then he was really flattered. He's like, oh, well, you know, well thank you, because you liked you like that he liked his eyes. It's
1: like, most beautiful blue eyes. He's like, well, blue-green, actually. Yeah, blue-green.
4: Yeah, yeah. I like that. Is this the part where, like, the, then it has like a montage of all the people like getting his attention? They're this... Like, hey, beautiful, hey, gorgeous, hey, hey, hoss. And someone think that just was li- goes, a, like, a, a different, the, the a hey different one. one made me that's later like... on, but hey, hoss is great. I'll say I this. I don't hoss. know.
0: I think Nick and Ferg, you would have both been there. Remember when we went out for a friend's birthday years ago and we're at, I think it was still Tequila Rain?
3: Yeah, and it was, yeah, I remember that. And it
0: was, so it was kind of like, so Patty's, uh, the show, the bar in Always Philly is not a gay bar, but then it got promoted to be like a gay night, I guess would be how that worked on the show. So we went to a bar once for a friend's birthday and it was like legit, like a gay takeover night that we were unaware of. No, wasn't that Patty O's? No. No, that was
3: when you were alone. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. So we were at tequila rain, tequila rain, right? Yeah. We are right at Fenway. And it was just like gay takeover night. So we're just all sitting there and we are like, oh, what's going on? It was a good and time. Was, the place was packed. Yeah. And I'll say this no lie. One of the most fun nights we ever had out at a bar. Dude, me, so. me Dave,
3: Stats, and Brendan all went to Machine one night after a Red Sox game because Brendan knew the bartender. And it That's was a, a blast. weird thing to do. <laughs> well, I mean, it was fun.
0: That's uh that's the drunken opinion podcast crew. For those who listen to Nick's other podcasts, to give them a quick plug. Yes. Nick, where do we find that podcast?
3: Uh you can go to drunkenopinion.com.
0: All right. So yeah, um, but and no, go surreal. one of the, one of the no, most fun not. times I ever had out was gay take overnight at Tequila Rain. I've been
1: to a number of gay bars. Like 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 Nick said, right? Clip like, hey, we'll just go to a gay bar because it's here and like who cares? Like whatever. And it's always been totally fine. It's always been like a fun time.
0: I went. The only time I went to a, a straight up gay bar was in Chicago, and it was right near a hotel we were staying at. And we were just trying to grab a quick drink. And like, well, like, oh, there's a bar on top of this restaurant. and It wasn't until we got upstairs and they had like the the flag on the door. And we're like, whatever, who cares? Yeah, went who cares? in for a drink. Yeah. So like, what's up, you bear? And that was actually a more like that wasn't like what you would imagine like this big like loud party <laughs> like it's being presented in the show and other situations we've been. In. This was like just a really quiet dive bar that was just gay friendly but also good time so yeah the next day d shows up at terrell's house and immediately kisses him and then he pulls away because he's <laughs> i no, he love his, not his he doesn't pull away
1: though he like recoils in horror at d yeah <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> she's upset because he's like how come you never told me you were a gay and for him it felt like this didn't even need to be a question it's not that he was like closeted it was more like how do you not know i'm gay like, yeah, I'm a theater I, major
3: I, and I live in Philly. Yeah, I'm a theater major. I also don't like how they were forcing the name Sweet D.
4: They kept saying it and it just sounded weird. Well, isn't that like a thing throughout the. Yeah, it is to a thing get throughout get ahead the show. of. It, it, that's a thing in the show. I they only call remember that like
0: once at, later in the episode. I don't remember it around here. Uh, later on, I remember them saying it once. That, that was the only time I, I flagged it in my head.
4: They
2: say in the first scene when they were all
4: on the bar, oh, all right.
0: too. But.
4: Yeah, but it only came up like once or twice. I don't think it was forcing.
0: Yeah. So they're talking about she's she's just upset with him because I think she thought that they were dating and he's just kind of surprised that, you know, she wasn't even aware that he was gay to begin with. And she's like, you know, the guys are going to be really upset and like they're not going to want this to be like a gay bar. And then it immediately cuts to Charlie and Dennis, who are so excited of all the money they made, they're counting the money like, oh, we definitely have to capitalize on yeah, this. Right. Like, you know, we're, yeah. we have you know, to embrace it, remi- right? Yeah.
1: This scene reminded me so much of, and it's very similar, you know, in the movie Kingpin. At one point, they're doing the whole thing where it's like indecent decent proposal. And uh, he's like, I will give you $1 million to have sex with your friend. And he's like, no, nah, man, I couldn't do that. And then it just cuts to Randy Quaid all sad. And then he's just throwing money around the room and laughing. Like that was the exact way they filmed and yeah. did this whole scene. Like they yeah. took like, the exact scene from Kingpin.
0: Hey, I mean, th- they were a struggling bar, right? They were like barely making ends meet. And now all of a sudden, you know, I think Dennis said he pulled in $300 of tips alone. Which, if we compare it to earlier in the episode where they only made like hundred and forty something dollars on in the entire night for the bar, let alone you know without tips. And tips, yeah. So I mean, if
1: you did that, if it was just Friday and Saturday night that you did that for an entire year, and you made six hundred dollars extra, just twenty four hundred dollars a month. I mean, that's over the course of a year, you're making decent money, t- twenty five grand.
0: Yeah, that's just in tip money. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, yeah, we have to embrace it, right? Yeah, we have to embrace it, and then it cuts to uh, a scene of them out at like for lunch, where the four of them are all together again. And Mac is like, we are not doing this. Like he's a hundred percent against it. And then he reads from like an article that was written about them, and it said, "Looking for a new hotspot to spot that stud? Well, Patty's Irish Pub is plugged that hole." <laughs>
4: <laughs> Good little writing. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, we are not plugging any holes. Yeah, yeah, I don't like plugging holes. <laughs> I love the scene, too, because it's not breakfast
1: time, but they're at the coffee shop. People are eating food, but people are also drinking coffee. And I feel like that's a weird adult moment. Like, the moment you hit, I think, when you're like, I could drink coffee with this burger. You've officially entered into, like, you're just a shitty dude now. Like, you've just hit this, like, miserable point in your life. You're like, yeah, I could just pour coffee on anything and just try to keep going with my day. Which is, like, not breakfast so much where, like, you purposely get coffee.
4: No, it, it kills two birds with one stone. I get to eat a burger, and then I get to wake up.
0: I feel like you yeah, have this. Perfect. Um, if you get breakfast food, that's a buy though to drink coffee, where it doesn't seem weird. Like it could be any point in the day, but if you order breakfast food, having a coffee mm. with it seems normal. That's true. Anything if you get,
4: like, with a eggs, breakfast yeah.
1: sandwich at two in the afternoon, and you have a coffee. It's it makes more sense. If you go
0: to like IHOP for dinner. Again, we mentioned IHOP, but if you go to, like, IHOP and it's, like, 5 o'clock in, at night and you get a normal breakfast item and you get coffee, it seems totally normal. But if you got a coffee with your burger, it seems weird,
2: right? Is it really weird, You get a whole graph of pe- coffee pe- at people... IHOP,
1: too. They want you to drink the whole thing.
2: People get iced coffees at all times of the day from Dunks, like, throughout. The... but it's not as weird because
0: it's iced coffee. But... I'm an iced coffee year-round time. I'm an iced coffee. Like, yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell you last time I drank Same. a hot coffee. I prefer
1: hot coffee. I get iced coffee in the summertime because it's too hot to have hot coffee. But the second even dips below like 79 degrees, I'm like, "Ooh, hot coffee this morning."
0: I couldn't even tell you like within memory the last time I had a hot coffee.
1: Since I have gone back on caffeine the past, I don't know, 2 months or whatever, I find that a hot coffee, I don't know what it is about, the hot versus cold, it's probably psychosomatic or something, but if I drink a cold like a giant iced coffee, I feel like I'm going to lose my mind. And if I drink a hot coffee, I'm like, I can mellow.
4: You see, I I it's don't warm drink- drinks for us
1: cold drinks.
3: Warm drinks calm you.
1: I think I think it's also the shooting down caffeine with a straw for like 30, 30 ounces in well, two see, minutes. Well, see, I
3: mean that's uh, You know what? I'm not going to get into a, an iced
4: coffee debate right now because it's just going to drag out. <laughs> no, I was just going to say I um. Anytime I have an ice a, a hot coffee, I smoke like a chimney with it. I think it's the heat in the cigarettes. I don't know if it's just me, but well, you coffee know, I know you smoking guys in general hate- is
1: just like a weird perfect vice.
4: But but it doesn't happen with iced coffee. It's yeah, you're right. It's not the same feeling.
1: No, yeah, hot coffee and smoking is much better.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it's something with the with the oral thing, the oral <laughs> fixation there. It like stimulates it.
0: So yeah, so they're going back and forth about this, and uh, Dee tells Dennis he just likes the attention. And that's when they cut to what you were saying earlier of all these, all these scenes of yeah. different guys complimenting him. Oh, okay. And yeah. I think that's true. I mean, you could definitely see that, like, because he was so flattered earlier when he got a compliment. Like, the attention is big with him. But so they go to a vote, right? And they said, like, all right, let's all vote, and we'll make a decision here. And then you would think it's two to two, but then they make it very clear that D does not have a vote because she's not one of the owners of the bar. Being just the waitress does not count. Or she's just a bartender? Yeah, just a bartender. They don't Just have
1: to a bartender, vote. yeah. Yeah. So
0: Charlie's like, all right, so anyone who doesn't want it, who's an owner of the bar, say nay, <laughs> like, <laughs> makes it very clear. So two yeah, you to get, one like, bar. I
1: mean, obviously, we're not talking about the future of the series, but you get pretty easily, like pretty quickly that like she's the one they step on constantly. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. They, she's the Andre. Here. She yeah. is
1: the uh, Twilight breaking Dandres.
0: <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who want to go back to our episode of The League from a few weeks ago. But yeah, so... The vote's in two to one, so they're going to stay a gay bar. So, uh, But the next scene is Charlie's going to take the girl on a date that gave uh, him her number earlier. So he takes her to the coffee shop where the waitress works at. At first, I thought he just wanted her to see him with another girl to be jealous.
1: Like just a jealousy thing. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's, what I got. That's what I thought
0: until he walked up to her and made it very clear that he just wanted her to see that he was with a black person because of the hard r comment that she heard earlier so it was just to establish that he's not racist
1: but also he's so shitty to her in the scene too where he's like i thought you said we're getting a drink Uh, i don't really drink coffee And he's like yeah okay it just like walks up to the counter just doesn't give a shit
0: and at that point i mean like i I realized it was all about his obsession over the waitress but it didn't it really didn't flag to me that it had anything to do with the she thinks i'm racist thing did you guys pick up on that when it first happened I, just, no. yeah, I think I
1: got that. Yeah, I think I was getting that. Like when he walked into there, you were like, OK, he's going to try to prove to her that he's got a black friend.
4: I just I I was with you, Jay, that I thought that she um, he just wanted to, to make the waitress jealous. And then when he started talking to her, it was like, oh, makes sense. Yeah. So now
0: him and the waitress are going back and forth. And then uh, Janelle, his date, is hearing that. So she walks up and she's like, what's going on here? And that's when the waitress immediately clues her in. And she's like, oh, um, Charlie just wants me to see that he has a black friend, and that's why he took you here. And she's like, is this true? And he goes, would that upset you if it was something that was true? Like, and cut I love the Charlie way he delivered Charlie with a that. black eye. Yes, immediately cuts to him, uh, nursing his black eye back inside the bar. Also,
2: dumb move by the waitress, because that might have been her opportunity to get rid of him.
0: Yeah. if it's, uh, no, because I think even work, then no, she can see I, that it's not about the fact that he's on a date. It's all about her anyway. So he, he really doesn't have interest in her. I'm just no, saying not it, only... it could have
2: turned into something from,
4: from her point of view. She doesn't know, but no. Cause I mean, think about it. Like here's this like creepy, like dude that, that keeps, uh, coming into your work and like harassing you and stalking you. Like, no, you just want to see him get his ass kicked at that point. I would think like, that's what I go. I would get out of it. If I were her, you know, like anything that you could do to like fucking make his life miserable for making your life miserable. Like, I don't think that these are, I don't know. People that, that take the high road so much. Like, I don't get that vibe from this show thus far into the, uh, to the series here, you know, that they're all, that they're all sound decision makers, you know?
0: So, yeah. So when one thing was when, D was helping Charlie and, like, kind of nurse that black eye, and he's telling her the story. She takes note to the fact that the girl's name was Janelle, which I didn't really pick up on at the time. I just thought it was weird that she was so, like, wait, her name's Janelle. So, you knew it was going to come back later on, but I-, I didn't know why at this point.
1: I feel like it was pretty telegraphed. I, I knew right away. Did you?
2: The thing, the thing yeah. is, how do I say this and not sound bad? Um, her name's Janelle. That's a semi-common name. It's probably not the most common, but... D knows who it is by the name Janelle. Like, why not, like, like African-Americans tend, can have some strange names. Dang,
4: dang, dang. Why not give
2: her, like... I, I don't know how to... You know what I mean. I don't know how to say it without sounding terrible. It's, it's
0: getting kind of you know anyway, why they didn't do, do it. it?
3: <laughs> There's no
2: backing up here now. You know oh, why, why they didn't
3: do it? Because it's racist. <laughs>
2: the whole episode is that, though. Her being Janelle... How would she know? Oh, it must be this specific Janelle. Like,
0: uh, well, probably
4: I... because she's friends with her brother, and he's talked about her, his sister, before. Yeah, exactly. So... But
2: it's it's Janelle. I know a few Janelles. It doesn't mean that this Janelle that he met is automatically the Janelle that well. Knows the to sister. break
0: it down, D Who would know brother? that he the girl that he went on a date with was black. Maybe she would only know one black girl named Janelle in that general area which would limit it.
1: I mean, they do seem to not know very many black people, right? That's part of the episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. just <laughs> silly. <laughs> so anyways, again, tricky, tricky <laughs> subject to tackle uh, when we do a show that's called The Gang Gets Racist. It's really tough to talk about this in a, in a straight way. Also, I did want to mention, actually, to go back on that, the show, this episode is called The Gang Gets Racist, and the, because there's obviously racial issues that are woven within the entire episode but I actually felt like more of the episode was about the fact that it was like a gay bar. Like I yeah, thought like was that was really like the, the bar. gang is
1: homophobic. The gang is homophobic. than the gang yeah, I felt like
0: that was more what the theme of the episode really was. It was more like, yeah, it's funny because even the episodes are
2: a bait and switch with the name. Right. But then they think they're getting this new hip, like black bar, but they get the new hip gay bar. Yeah. Like, so it actually applies to the name as well. It's...
0: But as I watched it, I was like, this isn't as much about race as I thought it would be. I mean, it certainly weaves in and out, but the, the real theme the whole time was more the fact that it was a gay bar. But no, I
4: mean, because they, they all throughout the whole episode, it's all, it's all like them trying to grip with, with racism and like trying not to be racist. But
0: yeah, I just thought that that was more of the B story, but, uh, <laughs> but I want to, so at that point after this whole thing happens with the, Oh wait, her name's Janelle. The next thing we see, Is Dennis at the bar, and he's like just in a black tank top dancing around the bar? Now
3: killed me. That pan over to him in the tank top, just dancing and serving drinks. He was embracing it, making a ton of money, getting all this attention. Yeah, yeah,
0: he loved every second of it. Good for him. Yeah. And then like Max, like he doesn't understand. He's like all the black people like Charlie so much, and all the gay guys like Dennis, and he can't make sense of it. And then Charlie's like. It's not that they like us; it's that they don't like you because you're an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a sentiment
2: I understand because I feel the you're an same asshole. About, <laughs> no, I feel the same way about Mac.
3: Is yeah. <laughs> even in the later episodes, I love every character. I hate Mac. <laughs> you know what's uh, what I noticed? I know we don't like to delve too much into later episodes, but the character development changes so much with this uh, cast. Like d- Charlie is way too smart in this part of the series. Charlie gets I, flanderized. I can,
2: I can explain that, but that's later. Uh,
0: so we won't do that, but I'll tell you in person later. But they, they definitely do flanderize his character probably the most. He becomes a little bit more of a caricature compared to the rest of them. But they all kind of right. slip into like madness at some point.
2: But that, that even gets explained on this show.
0: Oh. We'll talk about it a lot off, off yeah. air then, yeah. Off but, mic. Off mic. But yeah, so D takes Mac into the back room and she explains that she knows who this Janelle is and that she knows how she can fix this whole, as she said it, gay mess. And um, so, the, so for the <laughs> plan, yeah, that's, yeah. That was, that's a direct quote from the show. So <laughs> the plan is she needs Mac to get Dennis so drunk on tequila that he may hurt himself. <laughs> that's how she puts it. So he has to get to a dangerous, dangerous level of drunk. And then she runs off. And you I like hear how a big
1: tequila drinker?
0: I don't like tequila at all. I, I love tequila. tequila. I lo- that's I my like shot the-
3: drink. I love taking a shot of tequila.
0: Absolutely not. So Every time they're, they're all guy. at a bar and they're excited, Nick wants everyone to do shots of tequila. So I always have to slip away and be hiding somewhere else in the bar so I don't have yeah. to drink tequila. <laughs>
2: Nick and Matt have peer pressured me into drinking more tequila in my life than I ever <laughs>
3: want to. It's good. too. So I mean, like, okay, so if you're doing shots, right, your intent is to get really drunk okay i don't do that anymore (laughs) right (laughs) i do sometimes uh and tequila gets you there i think i don't want to do a shot of whiskey i think doing shots of whiskey is weird i would rather sip whiskey and bourbon i would never i don't really like to sip tequila like even mixed drinks with tequila in them aren't my favorite thing in the world but as far as a shooter goes a good tequila goes down nice
0: i can sip whiskey more than i I can sip other gin is my go-to but i can sip whiskey but, I mean, you would never take a drink. shot of gin. No. I think you can only no, take a shot
1: of tequila or bourbon. If I see someone take a shot of, like, vodka, I'm like, you're a monster. Oh my God, What yeah. are you doing? Those were do shots of Grey Goose.
2: My issue with yeah. tequila is I do a shot of that no matter what I drink or eat the rest of the night. If I burp, I taste tequila. It does repeat I a little don't bit. Like the yeah. taste.
1: Scotch yeah, is like that, that too. You'll get burp that scotch taste. for, like, three days.
0: So, yeah, so that was... So, the, the way it which... Mac gets Dennis to get that drunk I thought was really clever. So he was just basically playing dumb. Is like, so how do you do a tequila shot? Like, what's the, what's the proper way with the salt and the lime? And he just kept <laughs> me- missing up the order.
3: He played drunk real well. I noted you that too. I thought he played,
0: well. no, like he played very drunk, but I thought he played an accurate very drunk. It wasn't too... His eyes touching. never
3: opened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that like... I mean, we just established you guys like to do tequila shots, or you like to do tequila shots, and Ferg will under peer pressure. Do you typically do the whole salt and lime and no, never thing?
3: I I actually got rid of the lime too recently. I have. I don't. I I did lime with it for a little while, but just shoot it. It's not. So bad. Speaking of somebody it who like doesn't like tequila, does just it take help? Shot. Does
0: it help though? Because I don't like tequila at all.
3: I have not noticed the lime to help. I actually think the lime can make it worse. Um, I've never done salt though. I don't think so. I couldn't tell you.
2: I just need you. some kind of chaser. Uh, Nick makes fun of me because I once chased it with cake. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> not a chaser, like I, I guess technically it is, but
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cake I guess by Why definition you? <laughs> you're chasing down the taste with something else. But I would never. Yeah, I hate he the Took taste. the shot, and goes oh, and just stuck cake in <laughs> his face. <laughs> <Just his laughs> eat <some> cake. <laughs> cake eater. Did it work? <laughs>
3: it worked. Yes. Okay, that's good. And like, probably better than
0: like drinking a sip of soda would w- when you think about it, right? Yeah, because of the frosting.
3: I guess, yeah. <laughs> He's done extensive research. <laughs>
0: You're making it so much better. Well, if we ever open up our own pub, we'll make that like the Ferg shot where we give you just a little... The a, a little dab of frosting the that Ferg-berg. you can chase your shots with.
3: Uh, I remember... Not to get, not to harp on this for too long, but I remember when Ferg would diet, he would just drink vodka soda and give like a little squirt of the Mio, And oh, yeah. he'd drink like a pint of vodka in like oh, I would 25 black minutes. Out every night. He would. <laughs> just puking in that his
2: That was tub. because <laughs> it wasn't just, it was Mio energy, so it was adding caffeine to it.
1: <laughs> it's never a good idea.
0: Shut off the lights, like, terrible. Ugh, that, that doesn't sound appealing to me at all. It was tasty.
1: Man, Ferg's, uh, Ferg's,
3: Delve into vodka is fun, <laughs> not for him, <laughs>
0: so <laughs> not so much for him, but so, anyways, he's my go to, you know, what let's mention one more thing before we move on. Uh, years and years in the ago, basement, in my basement, years and years <laughs> ago when we were younger, <sighs> Ferg was Ferg drank a lot of like hundred proof smirnoff. No, no, no. I had one of those, like, you know, like those, like, orange Gatorade, like, igloo, like, um, spots. You're
3: skipping over an important part of this. He was drinking too fast, and people said, dude, slow down. So he took it upon himself to chug a pint of 100 proof vodka instantly.
0: Don't challenge me. (laughs) No, when challenge you, that's the thing. The the objective was to try to warn you as a friend to drink slower. (laughs) So Ferg drank so much that I had one of those, those big, like I said, orange igloo kind of Gatorade. Like what they dump on
3: coaches. Yeah, exactly
0: and he threw up in it apparently and shut the lid and it was forgotten about for like for like a 10 year. years yeah. no it was a long time until I think my brother eventually cleaned it out. Yeah, me and your
3: brother were cleaning out the basement and he fucking, he was like, oh no, I think this is the one for Eric so he took it to the <laughs> gutter on the sidewalk and popped it open and immediately started throwing up. Oh. And Jay's brother is laying on the sidewalk, throwing up in the curb and people are just walking by. <laughs> like, what is <laughs> And I am crying laughing on the other side of the <laughs> street watching this happen. And it was like the longest con Ferg has ever done unintentionally because he
4: killed Jay's brother. It was in like a style humor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: Why wouldn't you just throw it out at that point? If you knew somebody puked it, why <laughs> would you no even There's no saving that. You're yeah. never going to save it. Hindsight that. is it's 2020.
3: He did not need to open that cooler. Just leave it on the side. He's going You should have left <laughs> Let it someone else be like, watch, watch, watch for it. people
0: to find it. <laughs> Free cooler. So, so, anyways, moving on. Um, so, we, we cut to Dennis the next morning and an alarm goes off and he like jumps out of bed scared. He's confused. He turns around and he sees long blonde hair. He's pretty excited now. He's like, oh, shit. He doesn't remember what happened, but he's happy at what probably happened, whether or not his brain was recording it. He looks under the covers, stares at the person's ass, and then at his own dick. It's <laughs> <laughs> equally pleased at both The glances. turning
1: back at his own dick really makes that. No, he thing. looked yeah. at yeah. the
3: dude's ass, and he goes, nice. And then yeah. he looked at his own dick, and he goes, amazing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um that's when yeah it's it is a man it's the the guy turns around and it's a, a mustached man wearing a, a blonde wig now dennis is super nervous and jumps out of bed just kind of holding like a pillow or a blanket in, in front of him and the guy is like oh no no sex. it was only hands and as soon as he's told that this like giant black guy walks in and enters the room just like wearing a towel Slaps him in the ass and goes, How's that ass feel? (laughs) (laughs) So,
4: easily uh, the funniest part of the whole whole episode. at
1: the beginning of this scene, too, they cut across to Dennis's nightstand, and his nightstand just has two used condoms and a crumpled black label beer can. (laughs) the two used condoms were in an ashtray, too. Yeah. That was an ashtray, too.
0: So now Dennis runs into the bar, and as the other guys are playing darts, and Mac is. Saying that he's on board, but we know Mac was part of D's plan to kind of get Dennis out of this. Dennis walks in, he's like, we can't be a gay bar anymore. And Mac's like, why? I thought, like, you know, whatever. But he just kind of keeps dropping experiment into the conversation. Like, oh, you experimented with something and it didn't work? Because he knows the what the setup Terrell walks in with, like, a box of new CDs because he's trying to liven up the, the vibe of the place. Dennis has, like, a sidebar conversation with him and he, tr- he just explains that it's not working out. Charlie tries to stop it, but that's like right when D walks in with uh, Janelle, his date from before. And he's like, that's the crazy bitch that punched me. And that's when it all comes full circle because Janelle is Terrell's sister. Which then
1: brings back the, when you say your sister, do you mean your sister again?
3: Yes,
0: I mean, she's my sister. (laughs) Yeah, Mac needs clarification. And that's when Mac's like, yeah, because earlier you implied that I thought you guys were all related, but it turns out you people actually are. And it was like, what? And it got incredibly <laughs> awkward yeah. again.
4: Yeah, record scratch. Oh. And they let it,
0: yeah, they let it breathe because he says something super awkward, but they let it be known that that's an awkward thing for him to say and everyone's uncomfortable as soon as he says it. It doesn't, doesn't detail him to shut up. I don't recall, but probably. Oh, is that, early? no, I okay.
4: I think it's just like a, yeah, she
1: looks at him and is like, just shut up. It's like very subtle, like just <laughs> stop going.
0: Yeah. So the next scene is Mac and D counting like on a new night, and it's a Saturday night, and they've made $114. So things are back to normal. And Worse than normal because they are $50 more, less. Yeah, than yeah. The yeah. They, they're time. doing it for, especially for a Saturday night. I don't know if we established much, that the first night was a Saturday night. How much time passed from then? Probably. It was probably like the next night.
2: <laughs> so then what happened to all the customers? Just because they got rid of him, did they put out like a memo that said, like, no more gays? Because they had all this buzz. You'd think people would still show up.
0: I'm sure um, Terrell, who promotes, could have easily just got everyone to go somewhere else because he's the one who got all those people there. So he could have easily just been like, the new cool spot is such and such bar. Word travels fast. Yeah, that's
1: 2005. So you have like nascent social media. People have their cell phones.
0: Yeah, there's some semblance of internet use at that point. Probably like a good MySpace post that was going around, like on their (laughs) bulletins.
1: There was definitely a MySpace post. Maybe a live journal.
0: Find us
2: at uh, MySpace slash S1E1. Yeah.
0: Obviously. We'll have to set one up. We'll have to set up a Mindspace account.
2: I thought about doing it when we were
0: setting up. Can you still make new ones? (laughs) You can. Yeah, uh, yeah, Justin Timberlake (laughs) bought it.
1: but That was years and years ago. I think that's over now, too. It exists. It still exists. exists. I I I don't know if people use it, but it
0: exists. But yeah, so Mac asks D, like, oh, how? So, like, what exactly did you have all your actor friends do? And that's when she's like, oh, actually, no, that didn't. I didn't get a hold of them. They couldn't make it. So, you know, <laughs> apparently everything that w- happened to Dennis was real. Like the plan was to set him up. So he thought something happened, but it did in fact happen. And it cuts. Yeah,
4: he set himself up.
0: Yeah. We end the episode with that flashback clip to right, right before that. And it's just the guy walking up and that, how's that ass feel as he slaps Dennis on the ass, which is the perfect way to end that. And then yep. we get right into the, yeah, that's a great game. ending. So, yeah, so that's it. That was the entire episode for um the intro episode of always sunny. The gang gets racist. So anything you guys want to say about the show or this episode in particular before we move on?
1: Yeah, nothing crazy. I mean, I just think uh, it's always interesting to go back and watch a show that's been on for this many years. Like this is another one of those shows we sometimes talk about with um, like DVD box set culture and everything where the first time I saw this show, I didn't have cable anymore. Like I had moved into the city. I hadn't had cable for a couple of years. And this is when they used to do that thing where I think The Office did this, too, where it was like they'll put season one and two into like the same yep. DVD set. Especially shows like this so in short. the
0: office because we had mentioned earlier that it was like extremely short first season. So yeah. it's like good luck selling someone on a, such a small first season disc, you know? Right, Scrubs but you can say, oh, well. you can
1: watch two seasons for the price of one even if one's short it's like good marketing or whatever but that's how i first saw this and would have seen this episode the first time was a friend being like you haven't heard of this before and be like well no because we didn't have cable and no one was talking about it and see commercials so it would have been a couple of years in maybe 2006 maybe, i think 2007. that's how
2: most people got into always sunny was word of mouth because i don't remember seeing anything for it cause yeah like same. new series coming on this night and fx wasn't I mean, people a big told network. me about it
0: yeah, I feel like, again, the office is kind of similar in that way, right? It kind of caught word of month, because I don't think it had a huge reception right off the bat.
2: But I think the first time I ever watched Always Sunny, we were at, um, at your old, old apartment, Jay, and we watched the Christmas special. That was that actually was, was never um, aired.
0: my old Wi-Fi name at our old apartment was named after Always Sunny. It was, hmm. uh, it, it, it was some, I believe, I don't know if this is the exact name of our Wi-Fi, but I think it was called Santa Did You Fuck My Mom was the name of our Wi-Fi. <laughs> great name uh yeah no always sunny is a show that like i said i was obsessed with for a long time and i've I've definitely slipped on it the last few years it was really interesting to go back and watch episode one again because the show does have a very different tone early on than it eventually has it really kind of found its footing in the second season and then from that point forward all these years later they've really gotten into a rhythm like where i'm sure they can they probably pump these episodes out so fast now because they, they're just so comfortable with what everything is. But it's really good to watch like this establishing episode again and just kind of seeing its beginnings. But I thought I had a really good vibe. Just the fact that they tackled such a... Two real issues like that, right? Not just the whole racist thing, but like I said, the whole how they attack homophobia and stuff like that also being mixed into it. Like That's a really, really risky thing to do for a brand new television show. To have that be your first episode and see if someone will pick you up and especially public opinion and obviously things are were a little looser then than they are today, but you could really risk a big backlash and people being heavily against you and like clamoring for you to not continue on after an episode like that premieres. So a big risk, but but it, it worked out for them.
4: No, I agree and I, I agree with everything that you said. Um this is actually one of the few television shows that I own Season one and two on, you know, on, on box set. And um, I haven't watched it in a long, long time. And you're right. It does get into gear once the second season really gets up and running. But for that core group to be able to take on a subject like this and be able to continue, I think, is a testament to um, the writing of the show. Personally. Totally. Totally.
0: So, at this point, yeah, let's get right into our green light or cancel. So, again, forgetting anything we know about f- the future of this series and all the seasons that follow and everything that we've seen, to so go just back to what we just covered episode one, The Gang Gets Racist, green light or cancel, starting with Eunuch.
3: This is a green light. I don't want to use the word cutting edge because I feel like it's too much, but I I do think in a sense it was as far as, I I touched on this before, where they were willing to uh, or how close they were willing to get to the line. And I appreciate that. I think more people should do that. I'm glad that they they did it and that they are still doing it. To come out of the gate with an episode like this, like we've talked about, is pretty ballsy. And when you start like that, it is obviously going to make me want to see what else you can do. So I will absolutely green light this because i want to stick around and keep seeing them do these things
2: so everything i love about this show i love about what it becomes but this first episode doesn't do it for me i love dennis as a psychopath i love diaz the butt of every joke i love charlie as like borderline like mental disorder gay mac like everything that happens in like the future i love i love about this show danny devito I don't know if it's because of my knowledge of, like, what it becomes is that, like, this didn't do it for me, which is hard on a show like this. But because of that, like, I can't control I'm still a human is this episode didn't do it for me at all.
1: So based on just this episode, I'm going to have to cancel it. Joe, I agree with what Nick said. This is the kind of thing where we are like, OK, well, if you're starting off with this, I really want to know where you're going to go. Subsequently, that's what I did. You know, after we watched it, the initial time I was like, OK, you got me. And I've been on board since the beginning not everyone can do this kind of humor well. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's like it's too offensive or they're trying too hard. I think they really balance it well here where it's actually funny. It's clearly satires, so it's never in uh bad taste. It's never like it's never mean, right? And that's the important thing. Because it wouldn't be as funny if it was mean. And yeah, I really enjoyed rewatching this, so it's green light for me.
0: Gordo. Uh
4: this is gonna be a green light for me. Um Nick and Joe really hit every point that i was gonna make uh the only thing that i will add is that it's it for me it's the perfect like mix of cringe and actual humor like it's one of the like the one of the few shows that like actually makes me recoil with the situation but it's so funny so it's a green light for me what about you jay
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, I understand Ferg's point. I love what the show becomes, and it is a very different tone early on. Even without all that, just watching this episode alone, had this show kept its tone and didn't progress and get better, I would still enjoy this for what it is. And I really enjoyed it. I love that they tackle these weird topics, or hard to talk about topics, rather, I should say, and they did it in a way where they weren't, they have a good way of making themselves not the good guys even though they're the protagonist. And I thought it was done really well. I love the awkward parts. They let all that stuff breed so you could really stew in the weird moments. I just thought it was fun and it just more lines up with my style of humor. So yeah, it's a green light for me. That's four out of five from us. Um, We do a lot of four out of fives. Congratulations to Always Sunny. You live on to go to episode two, 80% with us. So that's it. That's all the time we have. Tune in next week, but every week we come at you each Thursday with a brand new episode. You can always find us at s1e1pod.com. That's where you can find all our social media, all the links to where to listen to us. When you subscribe, please rate, review, do all that fun stuff. Helps us a lot. Spread the word. Spread the social medias. Let people know we exist. It means a lot to us. It certainly helps. And that's it. Tune in next week. Oh, and one last thing. If you want to watch this show, you can catch it on Hulu. But that's it. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you next week. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye, lover. Bye, it.